Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday. And we do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is part of Calvary's Daily Connection, a place where Calvary shares something new each day to help you grow in faith. So we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org. Well, today we jump into the first of a series on receiving God's best. We're talking about joy today. So let's jump right in. Let me uh, pick up just a comment from a week ago, eight days ago on Sunday morning when I invited folks to establish a new pattern and to go back and to read through Romans uh, 12, 9 through 21. And actually saw a comment or two on Facebook uh, from that where folks have remembered that and are still doing that. So if that has kind of slipped off your page, I just wanted to lift that up to you that you might uh, pick that up and begin to think about that and do that. So, okay. Um, lots of lots of stuff um, to think about. One of the things that uh, I've been pondering in my mind, uh, I love, I love the, the matter of grace and the subject of grace and the depth of grace. And it's interesting that the Greek word for joy is uh, charis. The Greek word, or the Greek word for uh, joy is chara. The Greek word for grace is charis. And the two of them come from the same base and how the two of those fit together. Um, the fact that uh, actually uh, chara is the normal response to charis. In other words, joy is the normal, natural response to grace. Uh, and uh, that just adds maybe a depth uh, to those who uh, are trusting God, who are searching for maybe that joy in their life that uh, uh, it's, it's almost uh, um, an understanding and awareness that goes hand in hand when we understand the depth of God's grace and have gratitude for that grace. The more that I've learned over these uh, last uh, uh, year or two that uh, uh, how, how deeply deeply, deeply grateful I am for God's saving, justifying, sanctifying grace. I've not got to the glorifying part yet. But uh, uh, the fact that uh, that awareness has helped me to walk in joy, Um, not uh, a cheap momentary thrill, uh, but a deep joy even in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death. And so uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I just... uh, deeply appreciate that i was uh, it's monday morning uh generally i leap out of bed this morning uh, i fell out of bed uh, (laughs) but was uh, just driving over here from the new jerusalem called mcdonald's after breakfast (laughs) and uh, um, you know i stopped at a stop sign out just south of the church here was just looking at the fields and and the peace that was out there and i thought Man, we got to find moments in our days because the joy is there. Uh, we got to find those moments to capture that joy and reset and refocus our eyes on God, even in the midst of all of the stuff we're looking at for the day or all the stuff that we got going on. Well, yeah, the whole point of this series um, was and is that it's already within us. So we don't have to conjure something up. Um, we just have to release it. Um, and um, sometimes there's so much other stuff that's crowding in that uh, we have a hard time releasing it. You talked yesterday about uh, Nehemiah and uh, 
um, one of the parts that uh, that you didn't mention was that the reason they were told to be joyful was that they were they were grieving because the law was just read and they had not heard it. They had been disobedient for years and years and years and years and years, and they were um, uh, grieving that and just crying and uh, incredibly upset and. Um, that's when they were told, no, don't grieve. Be happy about this. You, now you have the law again. You can, you can live it. Um, and that's, I think that's pretty cool to be given permission um, to rejoice when they, they had been disobedient. But this is a new generation. So, um, yeah, you've grieved what you've done, but now celebrate who you now are. Um, Coming, coming back around to his statement, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Right. It's our strength to change. Right. It's right. our strength to realign ourselves so that for them, it was a realignment with the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a realignment with uh, things. I'm sure they hadn't heard words uh, from even as simple as the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. for years in the exile. Uh, and now to hear those once again, and and maybe to remember what their grandparents said, or what they had heard from the past, because there was, even though they were exiled, I can only imagine the oral tradition, that is, that which was spoken and not written, the remembrances of the past, even going back to the remembrances of the crossing of the Red Sea. Um, But it wasn't as real as when you're standing in the the temple, the courtyard Mm -hmm. in in Jerusalem. And for them, that was just a significant thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know... uh, um, it's interesting that a nation uh, so separated, so divided, so split apart could come back and for a moment have that common sense of grief and then perfectly that common sense of release as they began to celebrate uh, what God was doing. Because I think in the exile, certainly the exile happened because of their disobedience to the law to start with. Um, and then it came back, and it was it was kind of more focused for them to say, you know, we really have, we really have not been obedient. And yet, that's where the grace of God comes in. Mm-hmm. That they were able to come back and mm-hmm. experience that. So one of the things that um, uh, I mentioned in the children's time, and you you also talked about, Randy. Um, was something that I'm not sure our society really understands, and that's the difference between happiness and joy. Um, well, you did talk about that quite a bit in terms of, of happiness um, is um, um, fleeting. Um, um, and, and I think of um, the scripture and the many songs that talk about, that, that, are, that come from that, um, is joy comes in the morning. Oh my, yeah, I you love know. that song. Yeah, and and uh, when when Justin died, that kind of um, understanding um, helped get me through that. Um, not that oh, tomorrow I'm going to feel better, right? <laughs> you know, I've grieved, and tomorrow it'll all be over. But that somehow that joy um, was still in there. I mean, you know what I mean? It just it it it. Um, I wasn't robbed of that. I was robbed of happiness, mm-hmm. but I wasn't robbed of the joy, and the joy came from knowing that my God was still on the throne. 
you know. And joy comes from when we know how this life is going to play itself out in right. the end. It's right. the hope and the promise uh, of eternal life. And whatever that looks like for you, whatever that, however that frames itself for you, but that hope and that joy that uh, f- for you, it was mm-hmm. I'll see Justin again because mm-hmm. he did have a faith in Jesus, even though he mm-hmm. made, uh, made a really poor decision. Really stupid night. decision, yeah. Well, okay. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, again, the first two services did not hear this story. I think it was only in the third service that somebody, a pastor friend of ours, you had been with her on Friday while she was having surgery. Right. Um, and turned out to be a, a significant lumpectomy. Lumpectomy. Yeah, that's yes. the one. Um, knowing she's facing at minimum at best radiation, possible chemotherapy, was listening on the podcast yesterday morning. Um, had not on the podcast on the live stream or on the live stream. Did not know until Friday there was a live stream. Right. There. And had texted you in between services and says, "I needed to hear that that God's joy would be my strength through this." And I think that just simply says, at least it says to me, it doesn't make any difference um, if we've walked with Jesus five days or 50 years, there are still things that will do, uh, that attempt to rob us of that joy, that mm-hmm. sense of security, that sense of assurance, that sense of just, I hate to use this warm, fuzzy feeling notion, but there is a dimension to relationship with God when you are loved in a way that you just know you're loved. It's beyond any other kind of... It's beyond of, yeah. almost explanation. So there was a couple of other places that, uh, well, of course, for one yesterday, you brothers and sisters in in the first service got the... Uh, uh, the abbreviated? The abbreviated sermon, because I just uh, was lost in some things and uh, realized I had to... Uh, uh, to stop talking so much and you just, skipped half the sermon, didn't you? Yeah, well, not quite half, but and maybe the last third of it was okay. in, in jeopardy. Um, <laughs> uh, that was the morning of mornings. Um, was reading uh, uh, several uh, theologians, several thought tracks on actually the whole fruits of the Spirit, and I, I didn't want to give it enough time yesterday morning to get caught up in it too hard or too long, but uh, Lightfoot uh, talks about uh, um, breaking down these nine gifts of the Spirit and that the first three gifts fruits of the Spirit or fruits of the Spirit I did that too. are about the habits of the Christian mind, love, uh, joy, and peace, mm-hmm. habits of the Christian mind. The second three reflect the social uh, interaction and neighborly concern that we have for each other. And then the last three exhibit the principles that guide a Christian's conduct. And that's just an interesting way to break that mm-hmm. down uh, and try to group those somehow to get a handle on those maybe a bit. Another one by another person named Stott, uh, whom I've done some reading uh, in over the years, has said that... Uh, the first three is reflects the believer's attitude towards God. The second three uh, reflects the believer's attitude towards other people. And then the third three uh, reflect the believer's attitude towards himself. Those, if you, if you work those a bit, they line up with Lightfoot's, I think, in the sense that uh, uh, how we approach our attitude towards God, those first three really... Uh, will give direction or depth or meaning to the next six that follow. Um, and and um, on on the other hand, um, um, 
the word um, was, and and I realized that fruit is a plural root. I mean, a plural word in and of itself. Uh, we have lots of fruit on the table, and so fruits uh, really probably isn't a, a correct English word. Um, I didn't look that up, but um, so we talk about the fruits of the spirit. And the word is fruit. And so some say that it's not uh, meant to be all these individual things, that it's meant to, to look at it as a whole, and that, um, that these are not limited to these nine things. Um, I mean, there are a lot of things that, that aren't in here, um, characteristics of the Christian faith. And so we shouldn't just look at these nine things and say, these are the nine things we need to have. If we don't have these, then, you know, we don't have... We don't have it, um, but there's certainly a, a place to understand and to um, to start with. So I I found that kind of interesting. There's um, certainly a place Paul dug in with the Church of Galatia, right? To try to identify these, right, um, right, right. You know, I'm I'm certainly not critical of Paul because his faith uh, did mine by <laughs> a thousandfold. I I might have included hope in one of the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody tied hope and joy together. Um, it's not listed there in the faith scriptures. Faith isn't in there. Faith you know? is not in there. Yeah. Uh, which is, um, but faith is also part of the foundation of all. Of all of them. Of all of them. Mm-hmm. Faith and trust. Go ahead. Right. Say he also lists that faith is a gift of the spirit. That's true. We're getting, That's true. We're building columns here. You know? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and and uh, I hope that we can get into those at some point too. Um, the the gifts of the spirit. We'll yeah. we'll find a good time to have a series on that. That's one of my favorites. Um, I'm Isaac said a word, and so I just thought maybe you were going somewhere else. No, no. you're done. You're done with that one. No. Okay. You know, one of the things we didn't talk about because we've talked about it so much is love, and um, love being a fruit of the spirit, meaning. Um, love is also a choice that it's it's deeply uh, embedded within us, um, but it it is a choice to love someone else. Um, we see it as a, an emotion. Um, I have fallen in love. I have fallen out of love. Um, can I just say that if you come to me for marital counseling and you say I've fallen out of love with my spouse, uh, you won't get by with that with me <laughs> because we choose to love. You might have fallen out of like. Uh, you may not like your spouse very much, but um, we choose to love. Otherwise, why would uh, Jesus have commanded us to love one another? You can't command a feeling, um, you know, um, and and so um, that's the one that we, we've talked about immensely, but I just kind of wanted to throw that out there um, because we didn't, we didn't, uh, Specifically, mentioned that as a fruit yesterday. Well, I think I did to start with because we actually did. started right with love before we started with the fruit of the spirit. Just that's just the way it flowed. So yeah, that 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 last series was interesting because God took us a direction that we didn't know we were going. So that's pretty cool. But joy manifests itself, I think, in a number of different ways. It. Um, it's not just an, only in a right feeling, but there can be joy and deliverance of whatever it is that's holding us captive. Mm-hmm. Or there can be a joy in, uh, in spiritual maturity. 
Uh, I sat with a friend one time, and uh, we had known each other a number of years, had sang together a number of years, and uh, were rehearsing and and, uh, were sitting and talking how we had seen each other over the years grow in our faith and in our relationship and in our trust of God. And, you know, that was just kind of one of those moments that you say, yeah, I'm in a different place than I was. Not not got there, mm-hmm. but there is growth happening. There is growth going on. And that, to me, is just a word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at, even if, even if you narrow it down and just say, these are nine fruits of the Spirit, that list in and of itself is almost overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But when you begin to take it on... You know, a weekly basis, when you begin to take, if you took one fruit <laughs> and you begin to think on it and meditate on it uh, for a week or for 30 days, uh, and that became a focus of your, your study, you went to the, you, you got out your, your, uh, your phone and you looked on all of the places that the scripture has the word joy in it, for instance, uh, and you meditated on that, you thought about that. You begin to ask yourself questions like, well, what robs me of my joy? What is it that somehow or another I know that it's there because I've had a fleeting or even maybe I've been in a walk for a season of just immense joy and then it, it's kind of gone or it's kind of seems to have... Elusive. Uh, yeah. Um, I just my mind just went totally blank where I was going with that. Well, you but were it talking sounded about, good when I started. You were talking about spending a long time on each of the fruits, yeah. And and um, you know what if we looked at all the scriptures and on on joy and and focused on that. And you talked about you just said um, you know it's there because you've had a fleeting. We also know it's there because the scriptures tell us it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, the scriptures say that um, uh, that that when Christ is in us, uh, the fruits are there. And, and I, you know, I keep coming back to um, um, the tree image, um, and maybe that's just my agricultural background, um, or a vine image. And, you know, you can have a tree that um, is supposed to produce apples or cherries or or uh, hickory, shagbark hickory trees. We had those in that's oh, my Lord, favorite. Have mercy. I love shagbark. If you have a shagbark hickory tree, would you let me know? Would you not let her know? Can I please come and pick up your hickory nuts? She had carpal tunnel vision on, <laughs> or, or carpal tunnel surgery on both hands after breaking shagbark hickory nuts. Please don't let her know. <laughs> please call me. Anyway, um, you know, if that tree doesn't bear fruit, and that's a whole other scripture, um, if that tree doesn't bear fruit, then what good is the tree? Um, and and when the fruit of the spirit is in us, um, it's it's going to come out. It's just it 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 can't help but come out. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, I I talked in one of the children's times about um, you know when you squeeze an apple, what comes out? When you squeeze an orange, what comes out? When you ske- squeeze a Christian, what comes out? Um, hopefully, the fruit of the spirit comes out. <laughs> That was a that was a great illustration because when you squeeze, what squeezes a person? Mm-hmm. I mean, my hand or some apparatus would squeeze an apple, right? But what would squeeze a person or a soul? Mm-hmm. And that squeezing is probably the pressures of life, right? Uh, where we've got uh, uh, two folks this week are celebrating the lives who've lost people they've loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
That's the pressure. That's the squeezing. What comes out when we get to that place of pressure? Mm-hmm. Uh, just the pressure of uh, of uh, uh, a kid that's uh, not really thrilled about going to school on mm-hmm. Monday morning. Mm-hmm. That's where pressure comes, what comes out of our mouths mm-hmm. as men and women of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, differences, conflict. The church hates to deal with conflict. Uh, when that kind of pressure comes, what comes out of us? Right. What uh, What's squeezed out of us? Um, so I think about this this thing in Las Vegas last I think it was last night. This blows my mind. 50 people killed, 200 people injured, more certain they're going to die because somebody just wanted to walk in with a gun and shoot people. Now, if one of those folks you happen to know, pressure about life is squeezing on you this morning about the meaning of life, about God's presence and where was God, all of those things begin. And what comes out of us? And it's okay if it comes out of us. I don't understand this. I just know God, I still trust God. Lean not into your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. I, I can't understand right. what goes on inside of a person. And it's okay to be angry at a time like that. That doesn't mean that we're not Christians. And, um, um, you know, sometimes I, I struggle with uh, people that say, well, if you don't have a, a right response, then you're not holy enough. And that's not at all what we're saying this morning. No. Um, but, uh, but what is the... Um, what what's the deepest sense there? Um, um, can we also love this man who had to have been sick in some way? Right. Because um, that's not a normal thing to do. Um, you know, there, there's just a whole bunch of stuff there that we can. I'd venture to say if you squeezed me on any one given day at a time, you might get several responses. Sure. You might get a, well, it'll be okay. You might get a, you're a moron. You might get a frown on my face. The good thing that I know that in Christ Jesus, the well never runs dry. Mm-hmm. And so even though I learn how to access or apply uh, this gift in, in new life circumstances, uh, I always feel like God's given me that break, that, that learning moment, that uh, growing moment uh, to learn how to, to, to indeed live in his joy, or express his joy. And I think that's a twofold thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all right. Do I hear the huh? music? I think I think you might. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope, anyway. <laughs> Otherwise, there's music inside your own head. And that's, <laughs> that's a very scary that's thing. That's a very scary, very scary uh, situation. But uh, we, uh, the music is playing, and we, uh, we do thank you for listening. We'd love to keep the discussion going with you. So if you have questions or comments or just want to add anything to the discussion, uh, please do that through um, either email or Facebook or Twitter, any of those uh, ways to get a hold of us. We'd love to, uh, to have that dialogue with you. And next week we'll be back with uh, releasing God's best, looking at peace. So until then, grace and peace. Thank you.